Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Deuteronomy. Hello and good morning, faithful listener. This is Jen here. And today we are going to be starting Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 1 through 11 today. But before I begin that, I actually want to tell you guys a story. So the intro and outro music that you're hearing on the podcast right now, the little Christmas theme, I found that online and I really liked it and I purchased it and I did not uh, actually see who created it. I didn't pay attention to that because I just liked the way it sounded. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I love this little tune of Angels We Have Heard on High. This is going to be great for my podcast. And so I purchased it. And the person who made it actually contacted me. And he is from Ukraine. His name is Terrace. And uh, he sent me a little message and he said, Hey, Jen, greetings from Ukraine. Thanks for really liking my music. As a worship leader, it is music to my ears to get this kind of comment from a worship leader. As for me, I am not fed up with Christmas music and I continue to compose it this season. And thanks for purchasing. You supported me in these dark times of instability and regular power outages. So I wanted to do a little shout out about Terrace and his music because I listened to his portfolio after he introduced himself and uh, talked with me a little bit. And I like everything. Like, <laughs> I liked all of his music. It is just my style. I love the piano. I love the, the soft guitar. It's just uh, very enjoyable to me. So I wanted to do a shout out for Terrace's music on this podcast because obviously he is in Ukraine. He is going through some kind of crazy stuff right now. He mentioned to me that he's going through power outages. He is a, a believer in God. And in some of our messaging, he mentioned that he is just holding on to his faith in God through everything that's going on in Ukraine. So if you're looking for any kind of music whatsoever for um, your projects or just some nice background tunes that you want to play, then go over to Audio Jungle and support Terrace and his music. I'm going to actually drop a link to Terrace's portfolio so that anybody who is listening to this podcast can navigate over there and help support Terrace through this dark time. And also just prayers, I'm sure, would be very appreciated also for Terrace and for his family as well. But faithful listeners, let's go ahead and read Deuteronomy 7 verses 1 through 11. I will be reading out the W.E.B. version as usual, but feel free to grab the version you prefer to read out of. And also don't forget to grab that cup of coffee as we begin today's reading Deuteronomy 7, 1 through 11. When Yahweh your God brings you into the land where you go to possess it and casts out many nations before you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you, and when Yahweh your God delivers them up before you and you strike them, then you shall utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy to them. You shall not make marriages with them. You shall not give your daughter to his son, nor shall you take his daughter for your son. For that would turn away your sons from following me, that they may serve other gods. So Yahweh's anger would be kindled against you, and he would destroy you quickly. But you shall deal with them like this. You shall break down their altars, dash their pillars in pieces, cut down their Asherah poles, and burn their engraved images with fire. For you are a holy people to Yahweh your God. Yahweh your God has chosen you to be a people for his own possession, above all peoples who are on the face of the earth. 
Yahweh didn't set his love on you nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But because Yahweh loves you and because he desires to keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, Yahweh has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondage from the hand of Pharaoh the king of Egypt. Know therefore that Yahweh your God himself is God the faithful God who keeps covenant and loving kindness to a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments and repays those who hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not slack to him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. You shall therefore keep the commandments, the statutes and the ordinances, which I command you today to do them. So I think it's really important to note as we move forward into Deuteronomy that Moses is relaying God's words. It's not just Moses speaking whatever Moses wants to say. This is a relaying of God's words. And this is a retelling of the law. So when Moses says these things, it's not just Moses's words. This was all inspired by God. And that's what actually Deuteronomy chapter one says is that Moses spoke this in accordance to what God had told him to do. So yes, this is all God's words through the mouth of Moses, I should mention. So Deuteronomy seven verses one through four basically talks about how when the Israelites go in to take the promised land from the Canaanites, they are not supposed to uh, basically show mercy on the Canaanites. They are not supposed to make any peace treaties with them. They're not supposed to intermarry with the Canaanites. And they are especially not supposed to um, uh, start worshiping the gods that the Canaanites worship. In fact, Moses says, you shall utterly destroy them. And then Moses goes on to say what he means here by this. He says, this is how you deal with them in verse five, but you shall deal with them. In other words, the Canaanites like this, when you go into the promised land and take it from them, you shall break down their altars, dash their pillars in pieces and cut down their Asherah poles and burn their engraved images with fire for you are a holy people to Yahweh your God. So Moses is basically saying, when you go in to deal with the Canaanite peoples, don't show any mercy to them. Don't make a peace treaty with them. Don't let them stay in the land. And also, you need to break down everything that they worship. You are supposed to tear it down with your bare hands and get rid of it. And I think in the past, Moses has said that if you don't do this, if you don't break down their pillars and altars and gods that they worship, they're going to become a snare to the Israelites. And unfortunately, that's what ends up happening. Now, what's interesting about all of this in Deuteronomy 7 is the fact that this really mirrors almost completely something I was reading in Second John just today. <laughs> and so I wanted to talk about Second John regarding Deuteronomy 7, the one in 2 John written thousands of years later by John in the New Testament, how it literally is talking about this exact idea from Deuteronomy chapter 7. So here's what 2 John chapter 1, because there's only one chapter in 2 John. This is what 2 John verse 5 has to say. It says, I am writing to remind you, dear friends, that we should love one another. This is not a new commandment, but one we have had from the beginning. Love means doing what God has commanded us. And he has commanded us to love one another, just as you heard from the beginning. I say this because many deceivers have gone out into the world. They deny that Jesus Christ came in a real body. Such a person is a deceiver and an antichrist. 
Watch out that you do not lose what we have worked so hard to achieve. Be diligent so that you receive your full reward. Anyone who wanders away from this teaching has no relationship with God, but anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ has a relationship with both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to your meeting and does not teach the truth about Christ, don't invite that person into your home or give any kind of encouragement. Anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner in their evil work. I mean, wow, that mirrors everything that we just read about in Deuteronomy 7. I mean, completely. So first here in 2 John, John starts talking about what love is. Love is doing what God has commanded us. That's what love means. And God commanded us to love other people. Now, unfortunately, the word love nowadays (laughs) has uh, every meaning except the real one. Popular culture believes that love means that we can never say anything negative to anybody. We can never uh, disagree with anybody. We have to tolerate everybody. We have to constantly affirm. We can never criticize. That is what people think love means. But that is not what love means because John goes in to talk about love. He says, I'm talking to you guys about love because there are people in the churches that want to infiltrate and talk nonsense and tell lies and try to get people away from the truth. And then John goes on to say, right after talking about love and how we love other people, that we are never supposed to encourage anybody or be kind to people. We aren't supposed to show them hospitality to anyone who tells a lie about Jesus. We aren't supposed to invite these people in. We're not supposed to have anything to do with them. This is the exact same thing Moses is saying thousands of years earlier. It mirrors basically everything in 2 John that I just read to you guys. And so let's talk about how this mirrors it. This will be interesting. So, (laughs) all right. So first and foremost, Deuteronomy 7 says that the Israelite people were not supposed to make any peace treaties and they were not supposed to uh, intermarry with the Canaanite people. Second John says, do not invite people into your house who teach non-truths about Jesus Christ. Then Deuteronomy 7 says that you should deal with them like this. You shall break down their altars, dash their pillars in pieces and cut down their Asherah poles and burn their engraved images with fire. That's what the Israelite people were supposed to do to the Canaanite peoples. They were supposed to get rid of every single God that the Canaanites worship because these gods were idolatry. These gods were uh, honestly, the Canaanites worshiped some really, really crazy things. And uh, there was like orgies and Uh, burning of young infants, children, in some of the worst ways you can possibly think of. Like that was what they worshipped. And so Moses says that the Israelites were supposed to get rid of everything that the Canaanites worshipped. And then here in 2 John, he mirrors all this in Deuteronomy 7 by saying that many deceivers have gone out into the world and we are not supposed to encourage them. We are not supposed to encourage their message because if we do, if we don't smash down what they are teaching in the churches, then we are helping them do their evil work. 
Same thing here in Deuteronomy 7. If the Israelites did not smash down these Asherah poles and these uh, images of Moloch and Baal and whatever else the Canaanites worshipped, then they are helping the Canaanites do their evil work by spreading idolatry to the world. So then in Deuteronomy 7 verse 6, Moses says the reason the Israelites were supposed to do this to get rid of these uh, fake gods was because they were a holy people to Yahweh, their God. They were a holy people. And here's what Second John has to say about this. He says that anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ has a relationship with both the Father and the Son. In other words, anybody who believes the teaching of Christ is a holy person. They are a set apart person. That is what holy means. So anybody who remains in the teaching of Christ and remains in believing in Jesus Christ is a holy individual. So what I'm trying to prove here, and my point is, is that Yahweh God in the Old Testament is no different than he is now in the era of the New Testament, which is what we live under now. So even though we don't go out now smashing down Asherah poles because nobody worships Asherah anymore, <laughs> uh, we, we instead make sure that we are diligent with what is being taught in our churches and we shut down bad teaching in our churches. In fact, I can't really find much on anything in the New Testament where a Christian is supposed to go out and judge the world because there's a verse actually and I think 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians where Paul specifically says he does not judge the world because that is not our job yet. Our job is not to judge the world but right now, us Christians, our job is to judge one another. We are supposed to be judging the Christians that are inside the churches and safeguarding our churches. But going back to Deuteronomy chapter 7, let's see what verse 6 through 11 has to say here. It says, Moses tells the people, you are a holy people to Yahweh your God. Yahweh your God has chosen you to be a people for his own possession above all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. Yahweh didn't set his love on you or choose you because you were more in number than any other people, for you were the fewest of all peoples. <laughs> I mean, technically they were. They came from one guy, Abraham. So, I mean, <laughs> started out with one person. So, yeah, I mean, the Israelite nation started from one guy and his wife, two people, I guess, and grew to be a very large nation. And you know, Moses is really putting the Israelites in their place here. They're like, he's like, look, God didn't choose you because you're great. He didn't choose you because you're more in number. He didn't choose you because, you know, you're greater than that nation over there. He chose you because you were the littlest and because he had mercy on you. So Moses is bringing some humility to the Israelites by saying in God's mercy, he chose you. Once again, that's kind of the same today. You know, you and I, we were adopted by Christ. We were adopted into God's family, not because we're great. In fact, it had nothing to do with our greatness at all. We suck. And then Paul even said that he was the worst of all Christians, the worst of all men. God, in his love and kindness towards us, chose to adopt us into his family through the sacrifice of Jesus. And anybody that wants that free gift of salvation can have it. So yes, once again, 
this here, what Moses is saying to uh, the people, this humility, same thing nowadays. I mean, it's really cool how you can look at the Old Testament and really see how it's very similar, if not basically the same as the New Testament. Just back in these days, it was just culturally different. And uh, this is more historical than anything else. But yes, I mean, the Old Testament and the New Testament really, really line up on many levels. And it says here in verse eight of Deuteronomy seven, but because Yahweh loves you, because he desires to keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, Yahweh has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondage from the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. So, I mean, yeah, you and I, we weren't necessarily brought out of Egypt, right? But we were brought out of the house of bondage because sin, in a sense, was our house of bondage that Jesus has freed us from. And side note, that does not mean that we uh, don't sin anymore if we accept Jesus, but we are no longer a slave to sin any longer. We don't have that bondage of sin around us anymore. So verse 9 of Deuteronomy 7, Know therefore that Yahweh your God himself is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and loving kindness to a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. I mean, same exact thing today. And he repays those who hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack to him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Once again, I mean, even though God is extremely merciful and extremely loving towards people, and sometimes, and I've even uh, wondered this myself, like, what? why do these evil people on the earth, like right now, why does God bless them so much? Like, did you ever notice that like people who just are absolutely terrible, they just uh, are so blessed like with monetary stuff, they're blessed with health, they're blessed with a long life. Like <laughs> God really is merciful to to everybody. He he just is. But yet it does say in scripture that he's not going to forget the people who were mistreated by these these evil people and even though God's mercy is great even towards evil people, God will repay them. He is going to repay them for the hateful things that they did. Now to conclude here in verse 11, but you therefore shall keep the commandments, the statutes and the ordinances, which I command you today to do them. Once again, mirrors just, <laughs> it just mirrors everything that I mentioned here in second John. What does second John say? Verse six, he says, love means doing what God has commanded us. So yes, as Christians, if we have love, if we had, if we have God's love, we're going to want to do the commandments, the statutes and the ordinances that he gives us. And it's just so amazing how like this passage of Deuteronomy 7, which we would typically not think this applies to us nowadays, like the Israelites going out and like burning down Asherah poles. We would not think that that applies nowadays to us, but it most certainly does because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So of course, Yahweh God, who we worship now, is going to be the same, regardless of the fact that uh, this was written thousands of years ago. It's the same. It mirrors what us Christians are today and how we are supposed to react and how we are supposed to love other people and how we are supposed to remain holy as God's adopted children. This was a really fun episode for me to do. I really enjoyed going back and forth between the Old and the New Testament. Hopefully it was coherent for you guys. 
I actually had a hard time making sure it didn't sound super dismembered. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you did. And if you did, share it on your social media platforms and tell people that the Bible Explained podcast exists. And thank you guys for everybody who reaches out and to everybody who introduces themselves. I love to hear from you guys. So contact me. You're going to find my info in the bio of the podcast episode. You're also going to find some ways that you can support the Bible Explained podcast and help it to continue to run. And uh, you can find all of that information once again in the description of this podcast episode. And like I said earlier, don't forget to check out Terrace and his music linked below. Friends and faithful listeners, I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning for another episode out of Luke. Once again, we are getting into the death and resurrection of Jesus. So it's going to be a great episode tomorrow. Tune in 6 a.m. or whenever you wake up. Happy listening and God bless. God bless.